Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to thank one of our listeners, Cheryl, who wrote to me after we aired the episode on looking for money in all the wrong places. Cheryl said she'd like to add another thing, and it was a great thing. She said, suing people, litigation, seems to be a way people try to make a quick fortune these days. She went on to say, obviously there are cases of extreme negligence, but I think it's gotten out of hand when lawyers are using billboards to advertise. Cheryl, you are so right, and I thank you so much for writing to me and then for giving me permission to use your name and your comment. And if you, any of you would like to write to me and give me more feedback, I would love to hear from you. On today's episode, we have in the studio a dear friend and wonderful financial advisor, Jane Crickshanks. Jane is credentialed in two important ways. She's a certified financial planner and a certified kingdom advisor, double whammy of good, and one of the kindest people I know. Jane, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Elizabeth. So good to be here. Uh, Our episode today is called It's Never Too Late to Plan. And uh, you and I have been friends for about 15 years, right? And I wanted you to be my guest today because I know that that phrase, it's never too late to plan, is a core concept in your business. Yes, it's never too late to plan. It's my slogan. I don't think you know this, but when Guy and I got married... 30 years ago, we started with nothing. We were both starting over and we literally had a zero saving account. So about a year, a little less than a year after we got married, we said, we really have to start. And we felt like there was no hope, but it was the right thing to do and the godly thing to do and the sensible grown-up thing to do. So we opened an account and started putting in $50 a month. And I remember this because it was January of 1994, and we said, we're starting. So at the end of 1994, that year was a flat stock market, and with the fees and costs of startup, I remember, I will never forget our very first annual statement, it said $598. So we had put in $600. We had 598 left, and I thought, this is not going in the right direction, but it was the right thing to do. I mean, the Bible says, Jane, to plan, right? In our comprehensive financial planning, we work together as a team Mm. with other professionals such as CPAs and estate planning attorneys. As a team, we create a comprehensive plan that is in the best interest of our clients. Well, the... Financial advisor in that scenario is really the quarterback of the team. 
that's the person who is coordinating with the insurance agent, with the attorney for the estate document, and and with CPAs and all the other professionals. But really, the the quarterback who is coordinating all of that is the financial advisor. What's interesting to me is that I don't think people realize how much a financial advisor can do. Although our clients may encounter obstacles as time progresses that are new to them, Mm -hmm. they aren't new to us. Oh boy, that's big. Would you repeat that? Yes, they aren't new to us, Elizabeth. We have already navigated through the same obstacles, challenges, and circumstances before, and we can guide them through the obstacles to stay on course and meet their goals established by the plan. You know, some years back when Guy and I were on a safari in Africa, we had a guide, and the guide, I don't think, even had a high school education but we could never have made it through that terrain safely without that guide because what was new to us with some of the different animals, the animals were everywhere. Um, It wasn't like the zoo where they're in separate (laughs) places. But what was new to us was not new to him. I think that's uh, really big. As certified financial planners, uh, we've spent over a thousand hours to become certified as certified financial planners. Wow. People don't realize the amount of work. You know, when I became a a CFP, certified financial planner, it was in the 19, uh, early 1990s. I started studying in 1988. And um, it's unbelievable the number of disciplines one has to master to be a certified financial planner. Uh, it is not just investments. It's a host of other, of other disciplines. You know, there is nothing more rewarding as a certified financial planner than to create a solid mm. financial plan that will give our clients mm-hmm. the peace of mind to live the life that they've dreamed of yes. and to create a family legacy that transcends to the next generation. I mean, really, talk about being important. I think our listeners are probably at this point saying, okay, I am ready to find myself a financial advisor. So what should someone who maybe has never worked with a financial advisor before, and they're, this is going to be their first time, okay? So a lot of people are out there. What should a potential client look for in a professional financial advisor. What I mean, Jane, is what separates the professional from, say, just talking to one of their friends or someone who knows about money? Well, that's a great question, Elizabeth. Um, And this is a very common question that we get from many of our clients. Mm. There are many great financial professionals. I would really suggest when considering to choose a financial professional to review their certifications and their experience in the industry. You know, my husband, of course, you know Guy very well. Um, He, even if he's going to refer a, a potential client that he cannot keep in the insurance industry, and he has to look up someone in another state, he will actually look up that other insurance agent's credentials. Did that other insurance agent bother getting additional certifications and credentials? Have they in, improved their 
knowledge and their skill set. And he will actually look for ones who have not just any credentials, but strong credentials. And I have to tell my audience, there are no credentials beyond, to me, a certified kingdom advisor. And of course, the gold standard is a certified financial planner. And I'm sure you have some thoughts about certified financial planners as well. Yes, one certification, in my opinion, is valuable in our profession is a certified financial planner. Mm -hmm. To become a certified financial planner, the advisor must enroll in a financial planning course. We study over a thousand hours to pass a board exam. Well, maybe you only had to study a thousand hours to pass the board exam. I had to study at least 3,000 hours. You're just smarter than me. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, A certified financial planner must be proficient in the areas of estate planning, investment planning, retirement planning, insurance planning, and even tax planning. Yeah, there are a lot of areas in which, and that is the difference, um, dear friends listening, you you need someone who knows how to cross into and out of all of those areas, tie all of the strings together, connect all the dots Uh, knows how to speak with all of the professionals from the different areas. For the estate planning, your financial planner needs to know how to work with the attorney. Investment planning, the advisor will probably do themselves, but they have to know how to interact with different fund companies. Retirement planning, you know, when I was studying for my CFP, I didn't think I would enjoy that, but later on, over my 25 years, it became one of my favorite areas. It's a very technical thing and really, uh, really lovely to work with, but you have to then work with the third-party administrator. And only a true financial professional, like a certified financial planner, will know how to do that. As far as insurance planning, there are so many opportunities to misuse and, and misrepresent that And the CFP knows about that. And tax planning, you know, for me, Jane, that had been my background. And so I realized what a tremendous advantage it gave me. In fact, my former tax clients from my tax preparation business were the first tier of my financial planning clients. In other words, they just moved on in. And I really admire that the CFP program includes tax planning because taxes will will affect your investments like nothing <laughs> else. No matter no matter what advice people give you, you want to hear a CFP's advice on that. You know, regarding advice from friends, um, they really mean well, uh-huh. but they can really only give you advice on their personal experience. That's true. That is so true. You know, a friend's advice will give you a limited scope, mm-hmm. and they're not certified in all areas of the financial planning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, on the other hand, mm-hmm. a certified financial planner, their experience in the areas of estate, investment, insurance, mm-hmm. retirement, tax planning, and they can offer you a broader perspective yes. on financial options and how they integrate together in a financial plan. It's interesting that you talk about integrating, too, because... I've seen, and I know you have over the years, people who have different relationships with different professionals, 
but nobody is talking to anyone else, and you see mishaps happening, like the titling on assets or beneficiary designations, that's why that certified financial planner is so important, because they are the person coordinating and knowing how to talk to everybody, all the professionals. And this way, the right, you know, in in money, uh, certainly with Christian giving, we don't want the right hand to know what the left hand is doing. In other words, we're not trying to take credit. But when it comes to financial planning, you do want the right hand to know what the left hand is doing, or there's going to be a a wrong beneficiary designation or some other thing that's going to really mess up what the client had really wanted. And clients, I think, sense this. They have sort of a a, a brewing anxiety underneath because they know they've done everything right, but there's just they just don't have peace of mind. You know, the objective uh, of a certified financial planner is to create this solid financial plan mm-hmm. that works toward giving our clients the peace of mind, and that helps them live the life they dreamed of and helps them create a family legacy that transcends the next generation. You know, there's a Bible verse that talks about that money does not necessarily last to the next generations, and it tells us to know the state of our flocks, and you can really see that putting all this together will help the next generation. You know, the reason we take the time to pursue the exam is for excellence Mm. and to serve our clients well. And we are called to be excellent. No one will see the Lord without excellence. I think the greatest witness we can be is to be competent in our work, to be excellent in our work. Whatever we do, we are to work as if we are serving God and not just man. And it's really important to put the client's needs first. We are fiduciaries. Yeah. We are big picture, goal-oriented, and mm. want to help our clients create their ideal financial life Mm. and retire with confidence. Oh, so many people retire and are so frightened because they are taking a guess as to whether it's okay. They do not have their their, uh, assurance or their confidence that they've made the right choice. Yes, and retire with confidence so they can pursue their life dreams without financial worries. That's really good, Jane. Uh, Are there any other benefits you want to mention today while we're together about planning? Well, I would say a financial plan provides you with a solid, well-thought-out plan Mm. or a roadmap to accomplish your goals and objectives. This plan will give you the financial freedom to do what you've always dreamed in retirement. Oh, that's so good. It's like kind of a GPS for your money. Yes, Mm. the opportunity to travel, spend time with family and friends, Mm. to have the opportunity to make a difference in the world by volunteering and giving back to those in need and making an impact on our community. And that's something I know you and I are both very dedicated to doing. That's really special. To have the opportunity to give money to your favorite charity Yay. and make the community a better place for all. <laughs> oh, that's now you're now you're singing to my heart, Jane, and I know you live it as well as tell it. 
I know that your, let's see, it's your daughter is graduating soon, right? And your son has graduated. So tell me about education. To incorporate in your plan the ability to provide the gift of education to your children, Mm. your grandchildren, and those in need of an education. Wow, I never thought about others in need of an education. That really widens my own thought about uh, giving an education. You know, with Guy and I, we have four grandsons, and the minute each of those grandsons were born, we just wanted to know one thing. What is the social security number going to be? Because we want to start an education plan. <laughs> we, we have been planning for their education since they were born. Well, I know, Jane, a lot of people are uncertain about what they will do in retirement. So I guess a plan expands the, the choices that they have. It gives them time to make a difference in the lives of others by sharing their talents, their knowledge, their expertise, Mm. to mentor others in need of your intellectual gifts so they can excel. Oh, that's really good. And overall, the benefit of a financial plan is a well-constructed plan or a roadmap. It leads you to the life that allows you to pursue your life goals, dreams, and objectives. And what you want is going to be different than what the fellow next door wants. And that's why your plan needs to be different than his plan. We are each made differently by God, given gifts and talents and different drives to do different things. And so uh, just as unique as our fingerprint should be our financial plan. Jane, you have made some really good points. Um, If somebody wants to talk more about any of this with you. And I just want to stress again that we love financial advisors. The Caring Advisor supports financial advisors. And from time to time, I'm going to have trusted friends on the show. Um, We are not promoting any one advisor, but I know somebody is going to have been listening today who says, I just want Jane. So how would they reach you? Elizabeth, they can reach me by phone at my office, 305 512-9813 or via email at jane at jcmfinancialservices.com. We also provide educational materials on our website to help empower our clients to have financial confidence in their financial choices. And they can go to our website, www.jcmfinancialservices.com. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking time off today to drive up to the studio and be here to help our listeners to really get a grasp of the financial planning industry and who to look out for. And I'm just so thrilled that you were here with me today. You are truly one of the kindest and most patient people I know. Thanks again. And thank you, Elizabeth, for having me today. My pleasure. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.